If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everyone, welcome to Unlocked, episode 296. Uh, my name is Marty Sleeve. On today's show, we're going to be talking about a couple sad uh, 343 updates regarding Halo 6 and a possible Halo 3 anniversary. Uh, we'll talk about Injustice 2, which is a big game coming out this week. Uh, Alan Wake's untimely uh, removal from digital stores and why that happened. Uh, and then a little bit of hype for the big Destiny 2 reveal event this week. All right. Woo! Uh, I'm Marty. I'm joined by Alana. Greetings. Miranda. Hello. Destin. Hey. We did it, guys. Uh, Ryan's down at Judges Week. Mm. Which means E3 is just, it's here. Like, yeah, we did it. Probably been, playing Destiny. Yeah. Well, judges. Early this week because we had a swap. Both of us uh, out later this week. Yeah. Oh, man. Everything's yeah. very confusing. Would have been just the two of you, basically. That's fine. We can have a fireside chat. Uh, before we get into the hey. big. <laughs> but, hey, you didn't create the idea of a fireside chat. I think that was like Roosevelt or Eisenhower. Close the fire team chat. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping uh, before we get started. Obviously, if you're watching this on IGN.com, thank you so much. Uh, you can, you know, watch the show and subscribe on IGN proper, YouTube.com slash IG, uh, slash IGN unlocked. Nailed it. Nailed it. Crushed it. Uh, podcast services. Uh, and if you subscribe to the show audibly on, uh, the IGN games podcast, network that doesn't really exist anymore so um just subscribe to the unlock channel leave us a nice review or a bad review so uh i looked at the podcast list for the most popular podcasts under games and mm-hmm. hobbies and number one is car talk on yeah. npr yeah. i assume <laughs> an actual car podcast oh yeah it's huge and yeah. then the next four are all ign we did it unlocked yeah. is unfortunately it's funny important. if you car look talk fluctuates down once in a while does it yeah, yeah. Fire team chat. It's funny though, uh, Krupa then showed yeah. the UK one and there's a flower show that's their number one. They're right below some flower pot. I want to listen to that show. Their car talk is, yeah. is flower talk? I want to know what that's about. Like, what if it turns out, what, what if it's just like super vulgar? It's totally. Or it's just about the game flower? <laughs> like, oh, this is episode 700 of the flower cast. Wow, we're really dissecting this two hour game well. <laughs> Managing to do it. Ah, that's incredible. Um, so yeah, we'll just jump off with, uh, the big sort of Halo updates or slash non updates, which is kind of a bummer. You made this sound super serious, like some really sad 343 news. Well, it's. They had matches. They all died. Well, no, two of them are so happened. sad because we predicted that Halo 6 might be at E3 and, uh, they have confirmed that nah that it's, ain't gonna that's happen. okay that's all right that's all, that's all right like, with you we saw what happened with halo 5 the story obviously was completely changed at some point yeah, yeah. and i am more than happy to give them more time what if they just show the poncho yeah. trailer again and i like, like that's it's actually coming back i really liked him with the poncho i did thought he looked really good with i really the want to cosplay that because it's just like a potato sack and a helmet but, uh, <laughs> somebody brought up he has mjolnir armor why does he need the potato sack <laughs> Exactly. It's because if he's, yeah, it's, he, the, the light would reflect and you'd be able to see him from miles oh, away. Well, guess what? He's a dirty. giant. My <laughs> uh, we had this conversation on the show a couple of weeks ago about how, uh, I think it might have, well, someone from 343, I don't remember who the quote came from, said that they really wanted to go back to having more of the chief in, uh, Halo mm-hmm. and people obviously didn't like that with Halo 5. <laughs> and it seems like they didn't like that there was not enough chief. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it seems like they probably had written Halo 5 and Halo 6 and, you know, have been writing Halo 6 for a while and then had the reception to 5 and are like, oh, 
yeah, let's rework this. <laughs> so, like, maybe it's been the kind of thing that's like an unannounced delay, like a game that was maybe they were going to announce it, and yeah. now like, we need to put Chief back in it. Yeah, well, so that's going to have something. Yeah, so that's the interesting thing is, uh, uh, so, uh, two bit, uh, bits of news from a Reddit post on Reddit. The 343 community manager, uh, Brian Gerard, uh, said that he was tempering people's expectations and saying that while they will show something at E3, it won't be Halo 6. And then people were like, oh, maybe it's the 10th anniversary of Halo 3. And on the 10th anniversary of Halo 1, we got the Combat Evolved anniversary. And on the 10th anniversary of 2, we got the Master Chief collection. Uh, but then he said, no, there's no. I'm just laughing because I find this quote really funny. He said, oh my God, stop. There is no Halo 3 anniversary. It's like he just hated Halo 3. He was like, we don't celebrate the anniversary. Also, there is an anniversary. It is the 10th anniversary. It's still like, the 10th not. anniversary. He's away. like, no, there isn't. Stop. Uh, but they said they still have something. So, I mean, what do you, like, what is it? not Halo 6. It's I not think this. it's the Halo 3 anniversary. Do you remember how they're supposed to have a TV show? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it could be or something, something cinematic with thing. something cinematic. Yeah, a reboot, like the movie actually happening, or a yeah. proper TV show. Halo Five ODST. What if it's a COD game? I really hope it's. Not, I'm gonna be honest. Oh, a racer. I hope it's not a COD. <laughs> oh, a cart game. Cart COD. I would totally play that. What if it's a dating sim? Oh, I'd play that. That's I would all totally I want. Play that. How do you kiss that boy in this weird armor? He's got all burnt skin. Don't. You have to be an AI. You just integrate. <laughs> Date your AI. Yeah, I, could, I, could, I, I feel like it probably is going to be a peripheral thing, like a TV movie type thing. Like, no, like oh, okay. a controller. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to do at first. Like a light gun like that you point at your TV. Yeah. All right, I'll take yeah, that. Or, I mean, we have talked about sort of a Halo 5, an ODSTS thing. So yes. Halo 5.5. I'd be totally down with that. I think is, in my opinion, that's the most likely thing what to happen. If you just got a side story about Blue Team. That'd, that'd be so that'd be good. Cool. That would be that's, awesome. That's like, what Halo 5 was supposed to be for me. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. that's totally what this game's ODST is, I think that'd be great. Yeah. Cool. yeah. With Blue yeah. Team? That yeah. would be awesome. A side game with the characters we wanted to experience. The you know what? It's like we saw them and just <laughs> yeah. waved goodbye. It's like, see ya. I guess we'll spend time with this other guy. I mean, I like that how- or it could be major updates to um, Five's multiplayer. Maybe those new modes or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. I'd go back to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's multiplayer. It's really good. So good. I cried. Especially, like, I can't, I feel like they really have to have something Halo or gears this year like mm-hmm. we don't it's probably not gonna be anything gears because that was last year yeah, they're still uh, so. providing like a lot of updates for it yeah. and yeah. they've been tweeting about the movie stuff so well, they're, yeah. they're also that. oh that's true DLC. because um rod ferguson has been tweeting like who do you think should play this character yeah, and like cast polls yeah which is actually really cool i don't know if they'll use those but it was like um so a bunch of people have been saying dave batista who played drax in um yeah in guardians Mm-hmm. Elise Theron was thrown around for Anya, which yeah. would be really cool. Uh-huh. Um, so that could be something they could talk about there. But otherwise, uh, I know they're really going hard into esports at the moment. They're tweeting about that stuff a lot as well. Yeah. I mean, it could, could be, be something as simple as a Halo 5 Scorpio update. Like, yeah. This is what the game looks like now, and here's all the, the, the renders. Well, what if Halo 5, instead of like thinking like a separate retail release like ODST was, what if it's just like a huge chunk of DLC, something like a, a I don't know, an in- an enticing thing what? for Scorpio yeah. purchase. It's a real grunt birthday party. <laughs> I would go to that. Wait, what do you mean a real? Wait, everyone's invited. Birthday, birthday party. party. <laughs> like, what do you mean real? I every like, time not getting headshot all the time. Every time that skull on one hundred percent. Every really single time. No, it also helps you better know when you've gotten the headshot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. It's also if you're playing with someone else and you hear it, you're like, ah, nice headshot, fam. Yeah. Like, you just like you hear it so distantly, even in someone else's like microphone or something. Yeah. Like, good job. Yeah. What you did there. You did it. I feel like That's all games should have that. That was like how they had like paintball mode and in, in uh, Gold Nine Perfect Dark. Yeah, yeah. I, like big head mode. I don't like big head I know, that's no. why I brought I really it up. I and they have Donkey Kong like mode. I don't like that either. No, those are bad. Yeah, those are really bad. Oh, bad things. Yeah. I like big head mode, but all right. Don't, don't. Okay. Dream bigger. Great things have been <laughs> happening for Halo lately. They have, Destin. Thank you for saying that. Uh, also, this just sort of tertiary yeah. Halo news is that Halo got inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame, along with uh, the original Donkey Kong, uh, Pokemon Red and Green, and Street Fighter II. Uh, games that were nominated but didn't. Get uh, inducted this year includes Final Fantasy VII, uh, Solitaire, Solitaire, uh, Mortal Kombat, Mist, Portal, Resident Evil, Tomb Raider, and Wii Sports. All right, I love Halo Combat Evolved. I play that game probably more often than any other game. But Portal, though, not yet. Not yeah, yet. I don't get there. Yeah, is it a decision they make? No way, it's not going to make it in. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of, I feel like I think Portal's a better game. I think Halo's a more important game. Sure, I agree with that. What about like Mist? That's yeah, but I mean, how, which which of these mess. which of these would you take off between Halo, Donkey Kong, Pokemon Red and Green, and Street Fighter? Like, it's really hard to say no yeah. to any of those. Also, all of 
the games that weren't included are very good games. I, of those, I would tick up Solitaire, but Wii Sports like is Solitaire. super influential. Like, Solitaire's Tomb Raider, amazing. Solitaire's probably the most played game of all time. I prefer Minesweeper. Me too. I have to say exactly the same thing. I wanted to do... Yeah. Or the pinball game. I wanted to, yeah. So oh, start okay. doing Minesweeper let's play? should do a bit fight yes. on Minesweeper. You <laughs> should do a bit fight. All right. You can sweep the mines the quickest. Yeah, I Ooh. love that game. What if, it, ooh, what if what if Minesweeper was a Scorpio launch game? For anyone who doesn't know, no. Bitfight is this Let's Play series that we do that I actually think is really cool. Where, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I was going to say, for anyone who doesn't know, Minesweeper. Minesweeper is... <laughs> no. Um, where basically, like, we make up these ridiculous challenges and... Uh, put a bunch of people together in the office and it's like a quick cut between people trying to accomplish things and I think there's are we allowed to talk about the one that's coming up this week, Dustin? It's already up. It's up on YouTube. Yeah, you can talk about it. Oh, wait, no, I mean, we talked about the one, one we the recorded. No, the Unlocked yeah, versus Beyond one. We can talk about that. We did an Unlocked versus Beyond one of... Disney Afternoon Collection. Yes, which I didn't know the name of because it came up... Well, those games are all before I was born. Mm-hmm. You are allowed... You know what else was before you were born? All these games you were reading. <laughs> Minesweeper. No, we yeah, you love you yeah, love Minesweeper. Final Fantasy. Okay, we you just said how much you love Minesweeper. Minesweeper came out way before you were born. But it was but it was on every it PC when we were growing forever. up. So it's okay. I like it when Miranda's on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I constantly have a backup. I like Minesweeper too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, what's the one this week? Can we talk about it? Yeah. What is it? It's uh, Injustice. Yeah. Doing. Well, yes. Yeah. We are allowed to talk about it. Well, it's Injustice. That's all. I really know detail-wise. There's a small other thing that we're doing challenge-wise. Okay, well, keep an eye out for that anyway because yeah. it should be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the one last week was good. Uh, I was we on. I was bad. on the Beyond team. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, it was uh, Dustin oh, Ryan and I on Unlocked, and we all did very, very v- great, very, very bad. Yeah, you guys, you guys were several minutes behind. No, we us. did very, very our best. Oh, <laughs> and that might be a stretch. Yeah. The whole time Ryan was like, "These controls are bad," and he came out and told Sam, and Sam, who like loves those games, was like, "No, they're not." What are you talking? About? Well, the, the, my problem is that we were I like playing that jumping with... down. You have to jump down and then press down before yeah. you can do anything. Yeah. I didn't like that we were playing with a 360 down. controller because that D pad's butt. Well, the D pad's just bad. The D pad's butt. Yeah, the D pad butt. Wait, you guys play a 360 controller? Yeah. You guys have to like switch. I thought we did once. Or ex- well, I mean, regardless, the D pad's still butt. No, the D pad's on the one's good. No, it's no, it's butt. It's no, it's still butt. Okay. Well, you don't play fighting games. So one, shut know? up. Speaking of fighting <laughs> games, I don't play. The big game to release this week is uh, Injustice Two. Destin, you have been very excited for several several days about Injustice. You, yes. So you talked about it multiple times. For those who don't know, Injustice is a game where superheroes fight each other. <laughs> Yeah, it is. You were wondering. Yeah. My mom actually really likes Injustice. Really? The story is really good. The yeah. story is really good. Uh, story is really good. Tonight at nine. This won't go up before then, right? Nope. So I played through a bit of the story, probably about a fourth of it. Uh, I haven't had a ton of time because I'm planning this Destiny event. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But if you like the Injustice One story, you're going to have a lot of fun here. There's a lot of comic stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It deals a lot with uh, Supergirl and Superman and uh, uh, the planets that they're from. Krypton. 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 That's gone. If you watch the trailer, you know, Brainiac shows up, but it's really, really fun. It's a really fun comic book game. You can actually choose which character you decide to fight as in some scenarios. Mm -hmm. So it's not just, okay, you can be one character throughout. There's some scenarios where, like, it makes sense that two characters are together. Like, for example, uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary, Mm -hmm. uh, they show up to some scenarios together. And it's like. the first one make you swap between characters when you played the campaign? Yeah, I think it was like Mortal Kombat where it would put you in a scenario where you have to play as this character. And then you keep moving between them? Yeah, Yeah. so, like, it opens up and I'm like Batman, right? So I dominate everybody. Then they're like, here's Harley Quinn. And I'm like, well, this isn't going to go well. I mean, it's a smart way to teach people the characters, the to force people to play different characters. It's just like try something new because you probably wouldn't have done it otherwise. Like once you get – or at least for how I play, I get very settled on one character yeah. and just go all the way with that. Me that's too. it. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. a lot of fighting game players do that. Yeah. You know, that's pretty – I think you want to be an expert at what you're doing, but at the same time, it's good to try new things. And mm-hmm. like having a campaign like force you to do that I think yeah. is like the correct move because then yeah. you may be more interested or more invested in it once you find other characters you like. Yeah, I also sure. think Injustice, someone's going to be mad at me for this. But I think Injustice has the best story of any fighting game. Yeah. I really do genuinely yeah. believe that. Yeah, I mean, there's no, not, there's not great bad competition, either. but... They're, I think yeah. they're all generally terrible, but I've said that on the podcast before, and people got mad at me. What about <laughs> the Tekken? Well, just, just NetherRealm in general, though, they have they started with, what was it, 10? Or even maybe in Mortal Kombat 9, they had a decent story mm-hmm. with, like, cinematic cutscenes and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Injustice 1, they had a great comic book story. Injustice 2, they're continuing that tradition. Mortal Kombat X had a pretty decent yeah. story. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun. Injustice and uh, engrossing. Mm-hmm. It's also cool because they have the comic that goes along with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like I saw that come out for so long after the game was out. Yeah. Because um, I like have Kindle 
comics just like looking through them all the time. Yeah. And it's just like, well, Injustice updated again. More of it. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Actually, pretty good. Remember the first Injustice? Like the whole wasn't the whole like plot like Superman like tears out the Joker's heart. He like well, sticks his hand in the Joker's t- chest, so, and tears out his heart. I'm like, ooh, what's going on here? Joker, <laughs> Joker funny. made Superman kill Lois Lane. That's classic. Joker. Like he scarecrow gassed him or something. Vintage goof. And really? then uh, he kills Lois Lane, who had a baby. And so basically Superman destroyed his family, right? And Superman snaps and kills the Joker and then starts killing all villains. It's crazy because comic books are permanent. Like once you're dead in a comic book, you're dead forever. So those characters don't exist anymore. The Civil War was really changed by your death. (laughs) You can't say the Civil War. That's just – So so it's like – it's a parallel universe. So what happens is like normal universe DC characters go into the alternate universe (laughs) and they're like, what's going on here? And they help help each other, like, imprison Superman, and that's where Injustice 2 starts. So to talk about um, actual gameplay and fighting mechanics, how do you yeah. like it? Yeah, I, I mean, how is, I know the big change is, like, the armor thing, right? Yeah, so the armor thing, there is a version of the game where you can play competitively and everything's just kind of set to a neutral stance, yeah. right? And then if you play the campaign and you're unlocking stuff, you can get cool new armor sets that have, like, set bonuses if you got the full one and you can do more damage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can change some of the moves that your character does. So yeah, you can uh, really get beefed up. I don't like that it's all. I don't love it. Yeah. Like I don't love the armor set. Like having to put on the different pieces and everything. But it is kind of fun with the new it's appearances. Like a cool, more in depth way to design your character. Like not just yeah. physical, like yeah. the appearance, but also like having more control of like how you play your character. Sure. If you want to be a little bit stronger, of, or a little bit. Yeah. Faster. Itemization is like so cool. I think because it just adds like such another depth to you that. You played Soul Calibur. No, I didn't play. Yeah, that one of them much. had that. It was like four or five, I think, that had that. Right? Um, yeah. a few of them have had stuff yeah. like that, and like, like with the different swords. I was for gonna Nightmare, ask, like, did know. you? How much did you mess with um, character creation in Soul Calibur? Soul Calibur. I mean, like, if I would play against, it, you can in. I know. I think it's in four. You can completely create your own yeah. character from scratch, yeah. and that's how I played against friends most really? of the time. Is we both just had these like weird, weird versions characters. of Voldo, <laughs> with all a- this like weird stuff we'd unlocked. And I had this one thing I really relied on to get through. They have these things in Soul Calibur. It's like you have to get through these floors. It's like ascend or descend a tower, mm-hmm. and they're really hard towards the end because you have to do like four floors at once and incredibly difficult. So I got through them all with custom characters uh, that would have this like leech ability. So every time I would hit, I would get health get back, off. and like I loved that. It was yeah. so much fun. I think uh, even Soul Calibur. Two, you were able to kind of customize of your them. loadouts, and then three. Why would you? Uh, why would you play as Volvo? <laughs> well, he's a real flippy boy. No, he's like no. He's, he's just like a weird hard to sex fight. actual <laughs> favorite character in Soul Calibur is Savantes. Big fan of Bontes. that pirate boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a good pirate man with multiple swords. Yeah. And he does this really good grapple move that just like yeah he's he's pretty good he's pretty good. My I don't nightmare. like I don't like the way Vol- Voldo looks. No, Voldo is terrifying. Yeah, he looks like a. Let's like, talk about weird. He looks like he looks like he looks like the Gimp. In anything that has a character with the, that's the gimp. Yeah, that's fair. Scarecrow looks kind of weird. How's Brainiac? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brainiac looks really neat. I get to play as him. I think you have to like unlock him right. later. Uh, I'm just playing through the story. That's mm-hmm. about all I've experienced. But at a preview event right before the game launched, I went through the game's new tower mode. I'm blanking on the name of the mode. But you get to unlock uh, boxes through daily challenges. And you can open them up. And you get armor sets and stuff like that hey. for completing those there challenges. are microtransactions for those as well? There are are microtransactions in the game and it's like loot boxes sort of if it's like a daily thing you can get that's totally fair i think if you just want to pay extra to get more armor if you want to get it faster i think it's pretty similar to what overwatch does you definitely don't get them daily in overwatch so yeah yeah so there is a way to earn them but of course if you want everything really fast you can just buy a bunch yeah they've announced also like the first uh, three i believe of nine dlc characters i think it's uh, starfire sub-zero and Red Hood yes, was that's the right. other one. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I wonder if uh, – I, I feel like – I bet when, if they have the three sets of DLC, it would always be one character that's kind of strange. And I feel like they should pull in some Watchmen character. That would be now, cool. Watchmen. That Watchmen in, in Justice League are in a yeah. comic arc right now. Manhattan that's the, yeah, I feel like that's like OP. Destroy everyone. Yeah. <laughs> that's the vertical line of DC, right? I mean, still same it is, universe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same yeah. universe, but it would be awesome. It is actually – now. now it's the same universe. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, there is a cross, okay. literal crossover yeah. with all of them it's right now. fascinating yeah. and weird. Like yeah. The flash is in it. It's like, why him? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think everybody would want to see Warshark. 
Or Rorschach. Rorschach. I, I just yeah. want. I thought you said Warshock, and I was like, like Warshock. <laughs> Who's My that man? Comic character there was. There was. There was a C issue fifty seven. There was a Warshark. I think his name was like Armageddon. He was in the old Turtles fighting. Yeah, game. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a Warshark. That's a Warshark. Yeah, shout out to Warshark. <laughs> um, swinging around uh, to a game that probably had Warsharks. <laughs> uh, Alana's favorite game, Alan Wake, uh, as of this recording, is no longer available digitally, uh, neither on Steam or on uh, Xbox Live. So you can't. Download it uh, because of a strange music licensing thing, and th- uh, so right here they say it wasn't just one song; it was several songs, like David Bowie's Space Oddity, uh, the fictional band in the game, and they lost the license. And they said they couldn't really just go in and replace the songs because, like, there were things in the game that were tailored around the songs, like there the episode that, endings. It was that one story. Uh, it was that one. There's, there's like an actual music concert in Alan Wake, right? Yeah, I think I believe that's a, this, the fake bit, the old gods of Asgard. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like that was very ingrained in what you were doing. Yeah, yeah. You sort of like you can't separate the music without destroying the whole. Yeah, like ideally, if you're designing a game, like you want to have the music in mind and have it work. Sure. Yeah. You can't just like easily replace it. Yeah. Yeah. Which Alan Wake is this? Uh, So it's core Alan Wake. I believe you could still download American Nightmare. Mm. I think that's what nearly as good. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. um, But it just really sucks. Also, this is like. I mean, I know a lot of you always make fun of the game that you don't like it, but like this is a kind of a crappy thing going forward. If these games, if we're going to an all digital future, like ten, five, ten years from now, are there games that we're talking about right now that we won't be able to download? Remember PT? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I mean, it's insane. Remember? I mean, there's so many of those like Activision licensed games, like yeah. the recent uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games that oh, you yeah. can't download. Pretty much all the old Konami brawlers, like the Turtles games and the Simpsons games, yeah. you can't download. Like so, that sucks. I think they're just going to get smarter about licensing music and the caveats. When um, they do I don't think so. Dude, the IR- like, even if you look at like anime and stuff, there's so many issues with licensing music. And music like, industry in particular yeah. is like really crazy about this licensing. The RIA. I mean, licensing music is, Thanks, is a pain anyway. Like. Yeah as a dj you try and upload a mix somewhere and someone will monetize it and then all of these other people will monetize like fight over monetization because they have two minutes of a soundbite in a song and mm-hmm. it's like i'm just sitting on the sidelines like you guys figure we it out you like, have to worry like what if we stream a game with a ton of licensed music like if we stream gta like we off. have to turn off the music while we stream because if we put that thing on youtube and there's a nwa song in the background then all of a sudden we'll get like copyright strike and yeah. our channel gets pulled down yeah like that's <laughs> nuts it's, it's tough and on, on the same note like for as much crap as I talk about Alan Wake, I feel like it's my uh, nemesis in video games. Like, I don't want it to be pulled. My Battletoads. <laughs> Ste- it's your it Battletoads. It's absolutely my Battletoads. I don't want it to be pulled from Steam. Like, I think that sucks. That being uh, said, I want Battletoads to be erased from history. Oh, well, then it's not then. Also, Toads. Oh. Those are fun. Battles. Yeah, I'd be fine with battles going away, too. Battleborn? Yeah. Oh, Battleborn. Said no one ever. Oh, someone did. Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> it, once. It, was, yeah. it was fun. It was fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Poor battle boy. Um, yeah, I don't know. This honestly, like, does like I feel like more and more this is going to happen, and it really sucks, especially with a lot of games. It happened with Halo Two. Not that it was pull or anything, but Breaking Benjamins. They used a lot of Breaking Benjamins. Yeah. Uh, Halo Two had a bunch of music that when you play the Master Chief Collection, it does not have. Oh, interesting. Really? Revisionist history replaced. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, Were they the Breaking Benjamin songs? Maybe I don't like I've the last time I played through Halo 2 I don't remember hearing Breaking Benjamin in it so there's one time they they tune in like you're on the ship and you go to the big open courtyard and Breaking Benjamin starts playing in the background I remember that pretty distinctly only the strongest will survive I think so I like the fact that no one no one listened to Breaking Benjamin 5 years after Halo 2 come out came out let alone what is this hundreds or thousands of years after Breaking Benjamin would have existed I listened to them when I discovered them through Halo 2 you still listen to them? Yeah. I sometimes listen to Diary of Jane, but I still, I know that Halo 2 song and I associate it with that game, but I don't think it's in the Monster Chief collection. I could be wrong, but I feel like I didn't hear it last time I played it. Something to look up later. Everyone stop it. Everyone's have the song stuck in my head now. Only the strongest. Oh, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a copyright strike. Perfect (laughs) perfect pitch. (laughs) No. Uh, Whatever happened to Breaking Benjamin? They still around? Uh, I heard a thing that they don't tour because they're deathly afraid of flying or something like that. Oh, they're like John Madden and Stanley Kubrick. Could drive, yeah. Yeah. They're they're deathly afraid of cars, also. All of them have a phobic of travel. No, trains is worse. Bike? No, no. You can't move your drums. No, 
for being like a hard a hard rock for being like a hard rock metal band. That's kind of like metal. Yeah, planes are a little too much for us. (laughs) Planes are the most metal thing ever. They're just made of metal. (laughs) Show up with all these tattoos and piercings. Yeah, what's more now unicycles? Uh, (laughs) That's the only way they can get around. Like that, they 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 have a deathly fear of bicycles and tricycles, but like unicycles are fine. Or maybe it's only things with like an odd number of wheels. Like them lining up with unicycles and the start of that the song that's in Halo 2, it's like they form a line one at a time and like, the <laughs> film clips just them all riding unicycles <laughs> going to an event. I bet Breaking Benjamin like stoked that more, Breaking Benjamin, more people. I feel like we've we've spoken more about Breaking Benjamin than anyone has in the past like fourteen years. So it's uh, probably time we should move on. Yeah, no. right. <laughs> That's probably a telltale <laughs> Thank sign. you, Miranda. BreakingBenjamin.com is going to be uh, very upset. Yes, <laughs> uh, a game you will be able to purchase uh, some point in the future. Uh, this morning we got a quick tr- uh, teaser for Lego Marvel Superheroes Two, mm. which is coming out November seventeenth, which makes it. Ooh, I think it's the same day as Battlefront. I was about to say that makes it the furthest dated current game but battlefront 2 is that day yeah. uh coming up for ps4 xbox one and pc within a switch version to follow before christmas which seems weird uh the teaser showed uh Marvel it seems characters. like a, yeah it seems like a melding of like recent mcu movies mm-hmm. with some non-mcu stuff like the teaser was sort of framed around the without spoiling it the, oh, the opening credit scene of guardians 2 mm-hmm. which had a cute little baby group dance number um no so. mutants interesting yeah, just, shocking. Yeah. It's such uh, a weird thing. Come on, Marvel. But, uh, I reviewed Lego Marvel Superheroes, and my biggest complaint about it was that they pulled audio from the movies so that they that had was the actual. Avengers. You're right. It was. Oh yeah, Marvel Superheroes did not do that. So that's the 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 tricky thing about this. The superheroes wasn't MCU. Avengers was. You're right. This, this looks like a melding MCU. of. Both. So that's so that that was my biggest complaint about Avengers is that they they pulled audio from movies which meant that the mixing was off but it also really limited the dialogue because they had to stick to the script of these movies and i hope that that doesn't happen again yeah because it was like having something almost good but feeling well, like it had to pull too hard from something i think else. we're fine that we won't because like the the key art does show stuff that's current mcu and then future mcu so it's mm-hmm. like guardians uh captain marvel it shows uh, uh sort of planet hulk hulk uh doctor okay, so strange they could have done that same thing yeah but then at the same time they show spider gwen and yeah. spider-man 2099 I think that's his name, like future Spider-Man boy. And then they show uh, Captain America in a cowboy outfit, yeah, that's which cool. I don't think is going to be in any of the films. Also, if that, what if that was what Infinity House. War was about? I'm down with that. Yeah, Captain I America. also think Fine. that um, Captain America, what's the actor's name? Chris? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. I feel like he would be totally down to He'd make a good cowboy. Himself as a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just his voice, but he says, howdy, Howdy Pilgrim. (laughs) Howdy Pilgrim. I said, partner, you said Pilgrim. I feel like those are the two big cowboy lines. Uh, But then also, obviously, the story will follow something completely different. It says, heroes and villains across the Marvel dimensions taking on Kang the Conqueror and a new hub world of Chronopolis. Sounds made up. It's made up because Doctor Strange and comic books are made up. Planet Hulk Hulk. Yeah. So what does November look like for us now? Oh, God. Uh, so November 3rd is... You have uh, the best memory when it comes to dates. I'm just going to throw that question to you and walk away. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know why that is. I also have the worst memory when it comes to literally everything else. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I'm, My memory is really good when it comes to work, and it's terrible when it comes to everything else. Yeah, I'm the opposite. Yeah. Uh, November 3rd is uh, Call of Duty. And then, yeah, we jump to the 17th where it's this and Battlefront. And so the big question marks, that's the only things that have been... Yeah, no a lot for fall yet. Yeah. Weird, all obscure, like holiday or fall. I guess. I mean, so the big... September, October? No, but uh, I mean, there's a ton of undated stuff. So we don't... Microsoft hasn't dated anything yet. Yeah. And we assume some combination of... We should date. Forza 7, uh, Crackdown, State of Decay, Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Cuphead Tacoma. Some combination of those games. Cuphead? No, that's never coming out. Below? Below? Oh, yeah. What's going to come out first, Below or Cuphead? Uh, I hope Up below because that's what I want to play. Yeah. Up yeah. Um, and then we don't know. Uh, obviously, there have been recent rumors of a new Far Cry game and a new Assassin's Creed game. We don't know when those are going to be. If Red Dead still this fall, is it a rumor when you see a picture of the product? <laughs> well, you don't know if it's a real picture. I think Assassin's it's a fake Creed picture. Almost before. definitely. Yeah. I don't know about Far Cry, but yeah. Um, yeah, so we have those, and then obviously a ton of first-party stuff with Mario and with whatever Sony is going to do this fall. Yeah. Um, so I'm it sure... It seem weird that we're this far through the year and don't have a whole bunch of stuff. E3 is one of E3. E3, we'll yeah, get it. I, I just feel like last year more people did kind of leading into E3 stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was more. I feel yeah. Like that. Well, yeah, you would know, right? You yeah, you write the guides for that, yeah. yeah. like, wait for two weeks from now, because, like, it's Judges Week this week, right? Good point. So yeah. next week, maybe we're going to start seeing teasers for stuff. Yeah, I mean, we know... Yeah. Uh, I can say, without going into specifics... 
big games are going to be revealed before E3. What? Know about that. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Oh, man. Right? Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I, I feel like... Is that coming back? Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> I can't tell <laughs> come back. I feel like by the end of uh, the Sony press conference, Monday night at E3, uh, we will have a much clearer view of what the rest of the year looks like. Yeah. What we'll be spending our shekels on. Yeah. I'm excited. E3 is going to be fun. Yeah, we have a bunch of Q&A questions coming up about E3, which oh. is cool. Especially yeah. since it's now it's the first public E3-ish. Yeah, it's it sold, sold out. out. Yeah. 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 That was actually, yeah. We've we been talking about that. Like, it still it hasn't sold out? public day. Yeah, it finally sold out, I think, today. Yeah. Well, the tickets were insanely expensive. Well, it was insanely expensive, and they sort of drip-fed what you're going to do there. Yeah, for because you couldn't go into the press conferences unless you got a pass through the individual Publisher. yeah, publishers, yeah. Um, which even those were super limited. Mm-hmm. Um, and then EA play with its own thing entirely. Yeah. And they finally yeah. announced like the Coliseum, like E3 Coliseum. Yeah. Was that the Jeff Keighley thing? Yeah. 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 Where so he's hosting panels essentially yeah. and a bunch cool. of exclusive. Yeah. And then Bethesda announced how they like have a big Party. event there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's finally making sense why you would pay the money to do that. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting year for them adapting from a media investor show into Having events for people to do things for people yeah. to do at a, something like, like the layout besides of, wait in line. The layout of the show for is gonna be a lot different because they're gonna have to have more stations probably for people. Yeah, I mean it's Where definitely are the yeah. beanbag chairs. Where's the DS room? Yeah, I mean it's definitely like we know. I don't know if we could talk about the layout, but like we know from where our booth is that a ton of things are different this year. Yeah. Like a ton, of, which doesn't matter to anyone but the people at the show. But like yeah. it's a much different looking show than it's been any of my six years. I mean. So the first year that I went to E3, I might have spoken about this before, but I went for the BBC and BBC in terms of video game coverage is just not big enough. So I was effectively there in the same way that someone who would buy one of these tickets would be in that I didn't get any real press privileges because mm-hmm. they were like, oh, the BBC, we don't, you know, coverage isn't going to make us sales. It's old people. They didn't mm-hmm. care. And I had to wait in lines for like three hours to cover the specific games that they wanted me to cover. And it sucked. Like if I would have paid, what, $500, $600 for that? What the? How much are the public tickets? It's like oh. two, a lot. Yeah, I think it's like two hundred. Like, no, oh, I thought it was much. way more. I think it's like one fifty or two. Oh. It, it was in the past. It was like five or six hundred to get a pass to get in. Right. I don't remember how that works, but you have to know it's, someone or something. Now it's a little more reasonable. Okay, that is a whole lot yeah. better. Yeah, they weren't okay. that bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's still like that. I if I had paid for it, would have been really, really disappointed. Like IGN, we don't have that problem, obviously, but mm. working for a smaller, like even BBC counts as a smaller outlet. It sucked. Yeah. Mm. That's insane that BBC is considered a smaller outlet. Cause like, straight up because we weren't the people they were trying to market to. Yeah, maybe you accidentally. Some publishers. What if you accidentally instead of writing BBC all capital letters, you wrote it all lowercase letters? That's a good point. That a and they were like, they what thought is you were Yeah, what is the Bubaka? The Babadook? <laughs> the, the sea maybe they thought you were the Babadook and they didn't want to give you an appointment because that's one of Australia's scariest yeah, but escorts. Once the Babadook yeah, is in, you can't get it out. I was already in the building. So. Oh, man. You just Did you ever it. leave? No. So I'm still there. <laughs> and I never got off the bus. Oh, no. <laughs> Before we're gonna talk about more E3 in uh, just a bit, but uh, obviously uh, Destin, there's a big Destiny thing this week. There is. Yes, there is. Oh, you (laughs) should really know about this. Hope you know this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we have big plans for it. Uh, You're gonna be down in LA. Uh, We're doing big stuff up here. So uh, yeah, what's what's the deets on that? That is correct. So for Destiny 2, we are having a huge event. Yes, I'm addressing the camera directly. Really like how you. So you can go to go.ign.com/slash/destiny2live for all the details. We are having a pre-show. That's going to begin at 9.45 and lead into Bungie's show. We will be airing the Bungie stream on IGN.com, so you can stay right here with us and watch the show. That'll be from up here. Like Sean, Sean will be on it? Sean, you're on so it, right? Sean will Sean? be on the post-show. Sean is actually producing the beginning of the show and making sure that happens. It'll be uh, our very own Jose Otero, our editorial expert for Destiny, along with Damon Hatfield. Ooh. And then for the post-show... It will be, uh, Sean will be joining to represent Fireteam Chat to talk around 11 o'clock after the Bungie stream has ended. Have they said it's going to be an hour? Analysis. I'm guessing it'll be an hour. Yeah. That's a lot of gameplay. That's exciting. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there will be people talking. Yeah. There's more. <gasps> At 8 o'clock, we're going to come back with uh, Fireteam Chat. That will be live from Los Angeles. We're going to have exclusive gameplay, interviews of Mark Noseworthy, uh, Deej, uh, Luke, Luke Smith. <laughs> Uh, a bunch of the developers from Bungie, uh, hands-on account from fans. Uh, it's going to be a really, really awesome wrap-up of the entire day and every exclusive little morsel that we were able to find. So eight, you're working with like YouTubers and, and stuff like that yeah. as well, right? Yeah, that's like really cool. talking to Grenader Jake and Bife, the big Destiny players in the yeah. community, about yeah. just giving us their impressions after they get to play it. That sounds awesome. So that's in the morning? Yeah. 
is the stream, the pre and post show, and then mm-hmm. at night at 8 p.m. is yeah. the live fire team chat. Yeah, live fire team chat. We're going to basically do the event in review, going over everything from the day that we have learned, reacting to it, giving our impressions of gameplay, uh, showing you exclusive interviews, and IGN.com is going to be the place to be. Ooh. Suck it. Very well delivered. That was what, yeah. yeah, dang. Yeah. I'm planning the show for like. If I a ever week, have so. to announce something, I'm like, oh, I've been working on a thing. Uh, just, just watch this thing we're doing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you yeah. and goodbye. <laughs> Will you excuse me, please? Yeah. Uh, very cool. Yes, big Destiny Wait, things. One more, one more uh, plug to the link: go.ign.com/slash Destiny Two Live. If you're into Destiny or Destiny Two Live, it's the same site. Yep. Mm. Think about it. Thanks, Martin. That would be without an E. Now we're at our, uh, our questions and answers segment. This is a segment we do when Ryan is out of the office because we plan the show and we're bad at planning the show. Well, it's actually also because we want trivia to be equal. If you like made the trivia question yourself and then you I make enough trivia questions every week. I don't have to make sure. trivia questions for this. I don't get paid for cheap. trivia questions. It's fun to hear from people too. Yeah. I don't know what they want to know. Yeah, That's true. Exactly. So you can go to uh, our lovely Facebook community, which is facebook.com slash IGN unlocked. Incredibly, so you know how. Okay, so on Beyond, every time Max reads that out, uh, Brian will scream groups.com. If you go to groups.com slash podcast beyond, it is all of our videos. Yep. Incredible. Oh, weird. Unintentional joke that actually made sense. Yeah. If you just go to groups.com and slash and then a topic, it just pulls a bunch of YouTube videos. It's not sponsored by groups.com. Although, if groups.com wants to sponsor us, come call That'd me. That'd be fine. Yeah. Call Marty. Call me. <laughs> I handle all of our sponsors. Here's his personal phone number. Like, what do they, what do they offer us in return? Groups. Yeah, maybe some groups. Hey. I am groups. Uh, <laughs> I hate us. We got a bunch of Facebook questions. Lonnie, can you want to read off the questions? All right. Sean Messler asks, how does IGN handle who has what appointments at E3? Assigned, volunteer, mix of both? Good question. Both. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a mix of both. We don't throw anybody into the deep end of something they wouldn't cover. Like, no, I'm not going to cover. One thing about our editorial team is that we just everyone who covers games we seem to know what each other likes pretty well so it's like it's very easy yeah yeah so it's really easy for someone to assign me something and it's also i think i've been i've become the skylanders person because i mentioned once that i had played skylanders and no one else has so (laughs) now i've seen it every year so i've become a skylanders expert like accidentally but it's like that's the way it kind of flows so we would never take anything anime for example you would (laughs) yeah we have like two or three people who plan e3 for us like we have the video team doing that and then also editorial um and then of course if there's something they're like on the fence about they'll ask us about it and we can also request things that we're interested in as well so i'm just like any dating sims please send them to me yeah Yeah. it's also like to do that there were appointments last year where if i had a slot open and I really wanted to see a game, I would go with the other person who had the appointment. So we try and get as many people in as possible. We also have group appointments. Yeah. yeah. So we'll if we're all lot. interested in something that's big, then we can Yeah, and it. a lot of those are like geared towards the ends of the show so that we could do it for a uh, game of the show consideration. Yeah, we did that for that's Zelda. Really we did it for God of War last There's year. There's a Batman one. Yeah. For a bunch mm-hmm. of us that went and played Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, stuff like that. On the video side, like Zach Ryan's planning our live show. I'm planning asset gathering for the live show. So I have to coordinate asset collection to make sure it's before the segment airs on the live show and that it's yeah. not redundant with any editorial appointments. Yeah. It's crazy because we already have people right now on, what day is it, May 15th, who are working full-time on E3. That is yeah. full-time. If it wasn't for Destiny, that'd be you. Right so like this Destiny 2 event ends and I just booked my calendar just like E3 all the way. Yeah, that's like so, yeah. E3 planning starts out super early. I mean, beginning of the year almost. Yeah, pretty much. Like I've been working on the E3 wiki since... February. We had our first meeting in like November. Like it's. Yeah, I mean, you have to crazy. book down a venue. You have to get logistics. You have yeah. to. Kirsten has to book hundreds of hotel rooms yeah. at a hotel that might not open, so she has to move hundreds of hotel yeah. rooms. Yeah. It's been really hard figuring out what Sean Finnegan will like the least and assigning him to it. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Screw kidding. that guy. Yeah, no kidding. No Hopefully he can't hear us no at Destiny, all. <laughs> no Halo. He just cuts <laughs> Dustin's mic. Uh, yeah, it is like a lot, especially for um, obviously like the way it works is that we want to do sort of the biggest games of the show. We want to get impressions of as soon as possible. Yeah. So either it's pre-show events, like a lot of times Ubisoft and then Microsoft will have a showcase right after the conference. Um, and then sort of when the show floor opens, we tend to send everyone to one of the biggest games of the show so that we can get our, you know, our Mario and Halo and Uncharted previews all up right away. Yeah. One thing that I really want to try to do this year that I tried last year and failed that I maybe can now that I'm technically video team is I want to try and actually get Let's Plays at E3. Like, I will take capture gear and a microphone, and even if it's in the noisiest area ever, have us do Let's Plays on the show floor for Unlocked. I used to, t- I used to see that. It's Was it hard? It's a little difficult, because, like, you difficult. set up your own camera, right? Then you put a mic on yourself, and you're like, hey, everybody, Justin Laguerre here, and I'm playing God. Oh, sorry. Sorry. In your way. Yeah, I don't <laughs> right, think, anyway, I'm playing. We need a camera. It's just the mic that I really want to get. We used to do off screen. 
like we didn't have direct feed capabilities on these oh. things. Developers have finally like gotten Money. on board with direct feed now. Yeah. So you plug in a thing, then you put on a mic. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Someone <laughs> walks in front of the camera. It's like, really, dude? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got to edit that out. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Be different this year too with all the fans. It should be, yeah. yeah. But I'm so I'm still gonna try it. Like if we could have recorded the sea of thieves, sea of thieves last year, that would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Like that that was so much fun, and uh, that's the kind of stuff that I like to do. It's obviously just a, a setup huddle, but I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I believe I'll, I'll find my God of War Ascension off screen. Sorry, let's. I really want to see that. Did you do that here? I think so. I yeah, think I mean that was we yeah. that game here. Ascension. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was multiplayer, and like <laughs> never mind. Oh. Um, the next question is from Mickey B. Murphy. Games you're most looking forward to at E3? Super Mario Odyssey. That was my answer. Yeah, honestly. Um, yeah, that's up there for me. I, this is the kind of Mario that I want to see. Like, I don't like the platformer 3 scrolling anything. I'm like, no, just give me running around. Yeah, big open Budonk cities. Yeah. yeah. Weird hats with eyeballs. I'm trying to think of what other games there are. Like, Besides the obvious Destiny 2. Yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, I hope... I hope we see Crackdown. Yeah, I mean, I want to like we always joke about it. I want to play Crackdown. Yeah, like I'd like to see more of Red Dead Two. I'm hoping yeah. there's that new Wolfenstein from Bethesda. I'd really like to see that. Um, I want to see the Scorpio. Like I know yeah. it's not a game, but I, I mean, want that's to see the in console. theory that yeah. we should be seeing what the hell that thing is and actually because I would be shocked if they didn't reveal it and held it for like Gamescom. No, no, no. It's definitely yeah. it's, it has to be. Yeah, it has to be. But it's I'm also very curious to see how it looks. Like physically, how it looks. Yeah. yeah, I've already seen that one with the FPS counter that everybody freaked out yeah. about. That's, uh, a, that's I like that design a lot, minus the counter. It's yeah. also interesting the counter because they. All, I just read a news story that the counter can do different things. Like they were they were fussing so with it and it hit a button and like these like little dolphins like hopped across. And so I'm like, oh, the dolphin confirmed no, on Scorpio. Aww. It reminds me of like uh, how if many you guys, dolphins per second. Well, if you guys had a, a DPS, <laughs> yeah. If you guys, well, that's already a thing. Was <laughs> it uh, a Nintendo console? Cold name? Uh, uh, the yeah, the dolphin. Yes. Uh, uh, I think yeah, the Fran worked for Project Dolphin. That yeah, Fran showed me the little dolphin they yeah. got. It was weird. <laughs> it's like this is. Uh, it reminded hard. me though of the the VMU, which was the little screen on the Dreamcast controller, oh, like God, the memory yeah. card oh, that you yeah. put it in. Then you could take it and have that uh, you little say pet. pets. It was like a Chow pet, which was like the Sonic Adventure oh, yeah, yeah, Tamagotchi. Yeah. Xbox pets. Yeah, Xbox pets. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm ex- totally down with that. Well, I'm excited to go to a behind closed doors demo, assuming they have one, and see it on a really good TV because I honestly don't think. It's going to be hard. Like a lot of people are going to watch this on their phone or like on their laptops or like you're not going to be able to get the full like taste of what a, a 4K game on Scorpio is going to be. You also have like. to have the right screen. Yeah, if totally. you don't, yeah. then you're not going to be. That was the problem with the PS4 like. Pro event where they showed it and we're all just like, oh, I would what? love to see Forza Horizon 3 on Scorpio. Oh, that's look nice. That would look on a 4K. Beautiful. I'm sure Forza 7 is going to look even better. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's just that I feel like Forza like is in motorsport on tracks doesn't necessarily have the same beautiful as like when you're on the ocean yeah Yeah. like seeing that game in hdr on our nicest tv in the office is like next level stuff yeah Yeah. that'd be awesome we don't know a lot about what's going to be there i hope we get like a rise too that would be really cool. Be surprising. Yeah. That's been a, one that a lot of people want. Like, you know, we, it's a good base. We like there. Rise. Like, yeah. I feel like the people on the show largely like Rise. Ryan really likes it. You should totally finish it. You said the other week that you haven't, right? Pardon? You said the other week that you haven't finished it. No, I finished Rise. There was someone on the show who said they hadn't finished it, and the ending is really, really good. Um, it might have been Mark actually, but I, I think that that game was still designed to be a tech demo. It was something that was very pretty and also showed off Kinect. So I don't know that it has a place now. Yeah, I don't see well, that. How did it show off Connect beyond like volley or whatever you would do? <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll defend it to the death. Yeah. <laughs> used it so much. You shouldn't die. You, should, you really shouldn't die defending that. I just like really I gory games and like like that's what draw me to Gears of War originally yeah. and uh, yeah. I mean, also you say that it's sort of a tech demo, which is true. I think of a lot of games, but like Knack was a tech demo for all intents and purposes. And we're getting a Knack too. Yeah. That is a really good point. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's. Totally impossible, but I just, I guess I just don't see Sega it. Sega also said they're gonna bring back some stuff, not necessarily at E3. Sonic? Yeah, well they said back. by, by <laughs> 20, before 2020, they're gonna bring back a bunch of their virtual old IP. Yeah. So it's Vanquish. like Vanquish, yeah, Vanquish virtual console. Yeah. Well, Vanquish PC yeah. is coming out soon. Yeah, Vanquish yeah, that's PC. What it was. Yeah. And so Bayonetta was. came to PC. Yeah. I would love Skies of Arcadia to come back, which is this Dreamcast RPG that was on GameCube that's amazing. I'm trying to think Vanquish of like, what exclusive other... to Xbox Scorpio. <laughs> That would be yeah. so great. <laughs> Jet Set Radio was Sega, right? What was that? Jet Set Radio? Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. I would love that. Yeah. yeah. You one of those? Find those controls. They have some great IPs. Uh, yeah, that would be so good. Um, Adam, Adam Michael Braithwaite 
I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. My first E3 was as an attendee. Thank you, public tickets. Is there different etiquette than at any other gaming expos? You guys will almost certainly be busier than you were at PSX. I think he's saying this is his first E3 as an attendee. My, so just, oh, it's, he's it coming for the first time. So I know there's a bunch of there's actually a bunch of people listeners who are coming to the show right. who are like I haven't been to a show yet, and so I was sort of like looking at the like what's 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 show etiquette to you. So in terms of like uh, him mentioning, you guys will almost certainly be busier than you were at PSX. Um, when we go to like community events like PSX and PAX, a I would say fifty maybe seventy percent of my focus is meeting people <laughs> is going to panels and getting photos with people and doing that stuff. E3 is way less yeah, yeah. that. Just running around yeah. and going to like crazy. and to your yeah. writing. I would say writing. in terms of actual etiquette. Um, We're doing a meet and greet though, right? Marty, do you know? Yeah, we, 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 we are yeah, doing yeah. stuff. Audio something. So like, yeah. That's the place where we, we can We'll find a way everybody. to do that. Yeah. But yeah. to answer the question, it would be that, yes, we will be infinitely busier than we are at other events. So... Um, Totally come Obviously, up and say hi. Absolutely come up and say hi. But, but if we look busy and we apologize and run away, no, it's... That would be the only reason. difference. Yeah, especially if someone's just like walking around, they're probably going somewhere. So it'd be yeah. definitely a yeah. hello, goodbye. Yeah. Um, yeah. But otherwise, um, I don't really. Don't stand in the middle of aisles. Yeah, I don't really think so. Like, I guess that. Don't um, use rolly backpacks. I'm trying to think about stuff that I found annoying last year and there wasn't a, there wasn't a whole lot. And a rolly backpacks and standing be polite, in the middle of aisles. Don't stand in Be patient. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of lines and stuff. Yeah. So a lot of waiting. Bring water. I mean, pro tips like bring water, bring snack bars. Yeah. Hygiene. Yeah. Yeah, bring your yeah, hygiene. Porn, like shower in the good. morning. If you need tissues or something, if you get like really sweaty, yeah. like that's a good idea too, because yeah. you're gonna yeah. be in a little bit bring more. Bring hand sanitizer. Yeah. Bring your switch or your Vita or your phone or a book because yeah. you're gonna be waiting a lot of lines. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm, it's even hard for us to say because we don't know what it's gonna be like for attendees this year. But um, different. We book a ton of appointments fun. so that we just we make our appointment time and we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a lot harder when you're not able to do that as an attendee. I don't really yeah. know what it's going to be like. It's the first year. So. Yeah, no, do I? Because I already looked at a bunch of my appointments and they're all like BCD stuff, which is yeah. I, I kinda, think as an attendee, you can see. I kind of want to say like it would be so cool if we could like get extra slots for some like Xbox exclusives and then tweet out and be like, hey, we managed to get two extra spots. First person to show up here, we're going to take to this appointment. Like, I wonder if we could maybe do that kind of stuff. That'd be cool. It's worth trying. Yeah. Or try to do like Sea of Thieves with a, with a listener. Yeah, that would be cool. Oh. I'm sure they'll have that playable. So mm-hmm. we could try do stuff like that if we sure have that. spare time. I don't know if anybody would like that. Let us know in the comments. I don't know why I would want to play Sea of Thieves. Yeah, we're not great at it. Um, John Wall asked, "What's the best slash quickest place to grab some food oh, while at eat?" Never at the convention. Bad Very news far away. Places bad, yeah. but inexpensive. We, I think like I, I was to get burgers with you last year. Was it like a Smash Burger or something in LA Live? Yeah. Go to LA Live. Go to LA Live. There's a lot of there's like a uh, what's the place called like the cut the cuttery or something cutlery. Really yeah. thought you were gonna say cut. it's like a Starbucks cut. too. Like if you want to get something really quick? Yeah. Yeah. that's what I usually get. And Reliable. there's stuff that's like if you walk a few blocks away rather than staying in that area, just if, like ten minutes away, you'll get subbed in these same amount of time that it would take in you yeah. the place. But we weren't like when we were like bring some stuff like honestly bring like power bars or granola. Yeah, I actually or, bought um packs of protein bars and expensed them last year because I was like I'm eating these for lunch every day. Why not expense them in advance? Like protein shakes. There, are, there, there are some sketch areas just yeah, be watch careful yourself. there. Yeah. Um, there are also yeah. places inside the convention center that aren't at the front of those cafeterias. Like there are places inside that are open sometimes. And there's also are- that there's that food truck line that's in between the, the two halls. One? Yeah, oh, it's like oh, sort of always so busy. It's though. always so busy, but the food's a lot better than the convention center. Just asking for convenience, so probably yeah. I would say buy everything in advance for sure. Yeah, or just don't eat like me. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, I yeah. well, had a bit of a problem with that, with that last it's year. Like, oh well, I had a bag of chips. Oh, a BCD, yeah, right. and they have snacks, muffin. <laughs> you know, yeah. just grab an extra muffin or something. Well, you can't tell them to grab extra muffins. Damn. If you see Destin Ring holding snacks. a muffin, take his muffin. Take Destin's muffin. He likes it when you take Probably his muffin. Oh. Oh. Uh, Ricky Webb, if you could be a guest voice actor in any game franchise, which one would you choose? Huh. Gears of War. Halo. It would be like it'd probably be ukulele. It would have been ukulele. Uh-huh. Yeah, if I could have made, made weird noises in that. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say no to Zelda either. You know, I thought it would be obvious. I thought I would just say Destiny, but when I started thinking about it, I'm like, what about Halo? Yeah, yeah so I thought what, straight up Halo. It was like Conan did uh, guest voice acting work. Yeah, I think some of the Red like vs. Blue guys had voices in one of the Halo games as well. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, mine are for sure Peaky is. I'm like at a point where I'd want to be a Persona character now. Ooh. I want to date myself and see what that's like. <laughs> that's weird. I want to see like how I, how I get my confidant level. What's your personality like? What was that? What would your personality be? I would be like the, I would be the drunk journalist who's in who's in five. 
Okay. Have you played? Have you played enough of five? I haven't yet? got that far yet. Oh, this is a really no, good drunk journalist. You. You guys are right. Zelda would be great, though. Uh? Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Just the NPC that tells Link to get off the bridge. <laughs> but only speaks in noises. You could be, Mar- yeah. you could be Mario Kart. You could be Peach and Mario Kart. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sometimes whenever the, the Yoshi voice. Um, Yoshi. If you, I can't do Yoshi. Bring. Can't do no, if you, if you select him, he goes, Weeper. Well, like something like that. It's like a. Is that Yoshi? He doesn't actually say anything. Whimper? It's like, Weeper. It's kind of what he says. It's like a, I don't want to say it's not like a bark. It's like a. It's, it's it's like a I don't know I what it is. It's like a whimper, but it's, it's not really. I don't know how to do dry bones, but that's my main. Oh, otherwise fable, obviously. <laughs> well, that's what. I, I, <laughs> Next I question. Yeah. Wait, you ask the fable one. Nick Jackson asks, if you had to pick one, would you rather chase chickens or stand there like a lemon? That's a really good question. What? Oh, Miranda's confused right now. Oh, it's, <laughs> those are fable references. Okay, uh, I was like, I think that's what it's supposed to be, but you chase chickens. You're just gonna stand there like a lemon. Do I get um, eggs if I chase the chickens? Like, do I get to put them in a coop? Chickens. Well, they get scared. Well, no, that's your, your prize for catching a chicken. I think they get scared and then poop no, out if eggs. I catch a chicken and put them in a nice coop and treat them well, do I get eggs? You just chase. Well, well if you treat him well, you probably won't get any. Eggs. Her. <laughs> Her. Yeah. So you have to chase a chicken for the rest of your life or stand there like a lemon. I chase the, the rest of my life. So is it like Sisyphusian? Yes, like get you, will, you will always chase the chicken but never catch it. Yep. Oh, well, six p.m. I mean, I'd rather do that than standing still till I die. Why would you want to be a lemon? I don't know. Exactly. You can. You can. Stand there, like lemon. You can become lemonade. Shut up. It's it's a really early quest in Fable One where there's this kid who gives you the choice to like smash up these boxes or stand there and like guard the boxes. Like I someone remember. asks, you, yeah, it's like he tells you to smash them up, and when you don't do it, he kind of insults you a bit. It's when you're trying to save money to buy oh, your sister chocolates from the trader for her birthday. Oh, I mean, when you fart on him, he doesn't like that. <laughs> Uh, fable 2 the farting yeah, that's definitely fable 2 yeah, i don't yeah. think you can that do that because in fable 1 you definitely like get your emotes slowly based on your alignment earn farting. it's a little yeah you have to earn farting it's a little faster in fable 2 <laughs> darn oh man i'll play fable again we have a fable <laughs> podcast uh the last question is from tahoe ria nevada what this is, is location. the best sandwich this is a, that's a jared petty question jared asked that on every episode of his podcast is it really it's true what is, best full soup? what is best sandwich what is best Good answer. There's this place really close to work here that has um, it's a grilled cheese, but it has mac and cheese in it. Oh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really like that mac Where? and cheese. Is... It's the American Grilled Cheese Kitchen. How was that? Oh, and what is it? It's a mac and cheese grilled cheese. So it has it's like grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. God, I have to get that. It's very good, but I only let myself have it once every two months because it's so unhealthy. It's really yeah. that. It's just like carbs and carbs and cheese. It's also, when you eat it, your hands are just like dripping afterwards because it's so disgusting. What about mac and cheese pizza? I I've would eat that. I love it so much. I've tried that. So. Have it at if you put, if you put if you two slices. It, yeah. ah, okay. Make a okay. If you roll we'll it, it. make a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. uh, chicken parm. Come on. Chicken parm. That's nobody, a good one. Nobody with chicken parm? It's just like very one. similar. Mine's just meatballs. Just yeah, chicken. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I like the yeah. marinara. I feel like that's just like the palate swap sandwiches. Pretty much. Yeah. I like most sandwiches. Also like the egg sandwiches you can get in Japan. Those are really good. It's just egg and mayonnaise and like the softest white bread. It's My just mom used amazing. to make that for me. It was she would so she would boil the eggs and then like mash them up with a fork yep. and then put butter in while they were still warm and then melt the butter in through the eggs. And you put mayo on bread. It's soft white bread. And you That's put, it. That's delicious. You put a little pepper or like yeah. sugar in it too. It's good. Sugar. Very good. Yeah, just a plus sandwiches. An number three sandwich cast. I don't know. It's like one of those sandwiches from eleven oh one. Like a like a. My favorite one there is cowboy melt. Cowboy melts are good. Caesar That's salad sandwiches. Uh, it's the place that's across the road from where we do trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, and Echelope? Yeah. yeah. The, the sandwiches there are very good. Oh. One time I told Marty to watch my sandwich because I was going to the bathroom. And he you ate. You were gone for a very long it. time. for like 10 minutes and he ate the entire. The lines get long oh, First off, I ate half of your sandwich. Because there was only half left, which counts as the entire. <laughs> and then you came back up and like the second I saw you, I was like, you oh like, no, I ate your sandwich. <laughs> I was really upset. I feel like you think I was gone for a lot longer than I was at that period of time because you were drunk. And I was that like, happens. please, I love this sandwich. Please look after it. And then I came out. I don't feel like you He's like, all right, I'll watch it. I think you took on like 30 seconds. I'm eating it. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> probably did take a bite like within 45 seconds. So pretty sad about that. <laughs> you deal with it. I feel like I bought the sandwich. <laughs> no, Callie bought the sandwich. I remember. Wow, this is like a traumatic See? event in your life. You really know dates of video games. I know who bought and ate my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's very helpful. I mean, it's hard to forget betrayal. So, wow! <laughs> I like it when Miranda's on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to forget betrayal. Uh, well, that's going to be uh, the new slogan for uh, Unlocked. Uh, thank you guys so much. That was Unlocked, episode uh, two hundred and ninety-six. Uh, you can find us all on various social medias. I am at uh, McBiggity on everything. Alana, you were at Charlanazard. Mm. What kind of cool stuff have you been doing lately? I'm still working on lots of dark side of stuff. Uh, I can't talk about the other thing that I'm doing. Um, I just hit 110,000 subscribers on YouTube, so thank you to everyone okay. for that. And uh, yeah. yeah, you still have dark side of stuff coming out for the rest of the month. Yeah, yeah. It's a video that we're kind of polishing off today, which is basically about designing the world and how much it's changed, which is really cool, uh, especially because they're using Unity now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's dramatically changed from how the first games were made, which is with their own in-house engine. And apparently, it's just way easier. I learned a bunch of stuff about Unity just from that trip. That I was like, damn, this tool is impressive. Yeah, that's it's awesome. very cool. Yeah, check those out. Those are good. Uh, Miranda, you're at Havoc Rose? Yep. Havoc with a K because I was a dumb kid. All dumb kids. <laughs> like Davey Havoc? No. I oh, wasn't named after well, I do like Davey Havoc. Oh, it's very good. Not the Davey Havoc. Uh, what kind of cool stuff ones. you got going on? Um, I'm working on the Prey Wiki and the E3 Wiki and doing some anime features. How have you been liking Prey? Yeah. You're not, you, you, you yelp a lot. <laughs> I get scary. <laughs> I, know, I just get really sorry. Yeah. I get scary. No, I, don't I, like it. I thought you meant review um, restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> you review a lot I'm of- getting more confident though. Like I see Finn, I'm like, I'm gonna. Yeah. Never mind. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I like it. I like it pretty well. Yeah. It's been fun. We it's just fun. updated our PC review score. It was four out of ten because Dan had a bug that made it literally impossible for him to finish the mm-hmm. game. It's now yeah. eight out of ten because it's so bad. Experiencing it on Steam. Yeah. And yeah, it was PC yeah. specific. And the thing was, I think it's that every single game had that bug. It was just whether you triggered it or not. Sure. So it's not like it like some people had it and some people didn't was kind of the thing. But um, yeah, that review's up now. And I think from what I have played, I played probably like. Six hours of prey now. Uh, I agree. Yeah, pretty much all. Yeah. entirely. Yeah. With that is a game too. I feel like the game is scarier the early on because you don't have enough weapons and power. Yeah. Also, how I'm playing is kind of spooky because I'm like looking at a lot of corners because I'm doing the wiki. So I'm like trying to find yeah. every corpse. I'm trying to find yeah. every book. Find every food. And so like a lot of times things will pop out from behind me and just like flank me. And yeah, yeah. Like it. So I have turrets everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Best friends. Oh, turrets. <laughs> um, Shout out to Dan for you know trying to protect the consumer yeah. and updating his score once it was corrected. I don't do I'm that. Very, very happy often. with the way that we handle that review. Actually. I think. Any other way would have been silly. Like he did the right yeah. thing. And I, like I, I have a video that's going up probably uh, tomorrow about Bethesda and their review review policies where they don't give us early access to games. And I like in part feel like our review and the way that Dan said, you know, I cannot finish this game. How do I give it a high score when I can't freaking play it? Uh, is probably a factor in that that patch getting put out so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like we actually had an impact on that, which I think is awesome as well. So. Yeah, it is such a strange thing because it was like such a big deal last week. Like we had meetings about it every day. We took it very seriously. But like the thing is, I think anyone who got that bug would be so mad at us if we gave it an eight out of ten. So it's like for anyone who encountered that, they would be like, "I am furious that." So especially because Dan got that bug twice, twice, two different. They even sent him it. They provide him a fix save, and then it happened again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it just could not finish. Like, yeah. what are you supposed to do if, like, a game stops working? Like, you can't go to high score. That's silly. Yeah, yeah I was trying to explain it to my this. dad because, like, he's visiting at the moment, and I was like, trying to explain, like, why this is such a controversial thing. And I was like, it would be like if you went and saw a movie, and then it stopped working halfway yeah, through. like the reel, like, burnt out. Yeah. yeah. And then you tried to do it again, and the same thing happened. I think most of the conversation online, positive or not, it was just about the philosophy of what do you do in the situation that Dan encountered. Yeah. Well, I, I think I, this is fascinating is yeah. that... Uh, Game reviews have such – scores have such a permanence, whereas games themselves don't anymore. So we have this thing where we give a score and that score is final, but games constantly get updated. And it's like, how do we deal with that? I mean, I feel like most people here who review games would, by choice, get rid of scores altogether. We don't like doing it, or a lot of people don't like doing it. Yeah, but just we like can't do that. an excuse for people to skip everything you wrote and just to look at a number and not yeah. get an understanding of why it earned that number, like why that – you know, reflects what we thought. That's yeah. what Dan's review was a very positive review. Yeah. And he was like, but therein lies the rub. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot um, of people last on that, that number, which has now been updated. It's like even that, yeah. like reviewing something like Overwatch, it's such a different game now. Or like, yeah, like there's been a lot of talk about like MOBAs too. Like Dota yeah. is a completely different game sure. from when it was Minecraft. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, how do you, how do you deal with that? Like it would be a full time job for one person to constantly review something even like andromeda like there's been so many updates for that that it's like you'd have to revisit it all we the get time, we right? get patch notes for uh, games on a daily basis like yeah. the division destiny or, i mean it's know, so wildlands like, yeah it's i really patch notes are like an event yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's tough 
Yeah, it definitely made us made us think about what to do in that situation. We talked about it a ton internally, and I'm glad the scores up. Yeah, I think that was also the main thing is like it yeah. totally wasn't handled lightly. Like there yeah. was, oh yeah, we took it seriously. Not much deliberation with many factors and many people here. Yeah, uh, Destin, they can find you at Destin Legary. That is correct. And go to ign.com slash destiny to live is where you can find. We're doing the wide camera. Love right that. On. Justin, it's, it's my favorite you that when you start, you do this every time. You're like, that's like I feel like Conan needs something paper. to play with. Conan and John Stewart do that. <laughs> it's very good. Do you want another paper to stack? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I had more than one. Well, then you have, you have you're a, supposed to do it for. See here, breaking news. You have a Twitch line. channel as well, right? I do. I hit 3,000 subscribers yes. on YouTube.com slash the Destiny Channel. Thank you for everybody who uh, checks that stuff out after work. Uh, and, of course, I do Twitch.tv slash the Destiny Channel. Uh, doing a lot of Destiny. That's kind of my, my game lately. I'm probably going to play Injustice 2. like Destiny? Yeah, surprise, oh, surprise. Cool. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's just awesome having people to hang out with. Yeah. I definitely consider it like... Just hang out with friends. Like yeah. regular people show up in chat, and I'm like, "Oh, hey Xavier, hey Pat, hey whoever." You know, totally the appeal of streaming. Yeah, Pat Coughlin really <laughs> likes my pictures. streams. He takes pictures of birds and then yeah. shows up to your streams. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. But uh, yeah, you guys can check uh, that after work stuff. But uh, the Destiny live stream is what I, I I'm hoping you'll tune into this Thursday for <laughs> sure. And uh, yeah, any three, of course. <laughs> yeah, please tune into that. It should yeah. be a fun event. Please. Yeah, yeah. E3 stuff. We have so much cool stuff lined for that. Yeah, very excited to share it with you all. Uh, yeah, and once again, uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. Whether it's on IGN, it's on YouTube, it's one of the podcast apps. Uh, we always appreciate it. Please like, follow, subscribe, leave a positive review. That always helps keep the lights on here. Uh, so for Alana, Miranda, and Dustin, I'm Marty. We promise Ryan will be back next week. Goodbye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.